Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You got soul. I got soul. We all got soul. It's the Real Housewives of Atlanta starting now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Woo! Toot toot. Beep beep. Are you guys bad? You know. Who's bad? You know. Hey guys, welcome to After Buzz's Real Housewives of Atlanta panel. We are here tonight bringing the bad girls of the ATL to you. It's Sheree's 70s party, and I have a full bush. You guys, my name is Leanne Castillo. You can find me on all social media platforms, at Hollywood Leanne. And actually, last week I told you guys that I had a Curb Your Enthusiasm spot. It's actually tonight, right after the show. So check it out on HBO. Girls? Hey guys, what's up? It's Drew Jones. You can follow me on all the things at OKDrewJ. Hey party people, I'm Erica Edwards. You can find me everywhere at Erica D. Edwards. Yes, darlings, yes! It's the ladies of the ATL. Let's get right into it with Portia and her family going to get some treatments done, some body wrapping. I've never done it. Have you guys? Um, I've done like waist trainers, but that's like the extent of it. They looked like uh, Mummy Returns. They were like fully wrapped. Yeah, I've done those sort of the saran wrap thing at your house with the, <laughs> with the lotion. I have done that and it does make you sweat. There you I, go. You know, so it, it does do a little bit slow. Portia's yeah. mama is fine by the way. She, yeah, you know, she was giving Stick me a little them. Tina Knowles vibe. Yes. Yeah, she was looking really hot, really sexy. She was doing it. I, I was like, mad at her. I was like, go off. Yes, all the weaves were laid, so I liked that. Everybody's hair was looking good in that yes. section, for sure. I don't know nothing about that, but if they approve, <laughs> I approve, ladies and gentlemen. That's just how it goes. Portia's talking about having a Beyonce gap, so that's why they were doing the body wrapping. Let me just tell you something, baby. The Beyonce gap, that doesn't really exist. It's called Photoshop. Didn't we didn't they didn't someone expose Beyonce and her and her thigh gap on Instagram? Um Beyonce does not expose get exposed. She gets she reveals things. <laughs> she lets us see that. But she did slip. I did find like some warping in that photo and it was She all... let you see that. <laughs> You know the internet don't let nothing slide by. But we love Beyonce over here at After Buzz TV. Um, Sheree's 70s party. I mean, this is what the whole episode about. It's a setup episode to the party. Right away, she's talking about 70s, the reefer. Everyone in the 70s was smoking the reefer. Mm -hmm. Personally, I wasn't born in the 70s, so I don't know nothing about that. But I do know about California laws, and we love it here. Right, girls? Yes. I'm not going to (laughs) say when I was born, but yeah, we call it weed now. But yes, it's it's marvelous. (laughs) (laughs) Some California girls. And then we kick off with Cynthia. Jumping right into the love boat and going out with Will. What a beautiful bald man. He I love me a bald man. Age appropriate, which I like. Not that 29-year-old from last week. She's, she's, he was kind of sexy. Yeah. He was sexy. He was, was grown and sexy. Yes, yes. That sexy. light milk chocolate was doing it. That mm-hmm. caramel. Yes. Looking like a <laughs> fine milk dud. Ooh. <laughs> Someone's got a sweet tooth. Um, Will was super cute. I love that he doesn't bring his phone on dates. Super attractive. Instantly... 
The panties would fall. I was going to say, when he said he doesn't bring his phone on dates, I think you and I both were like, close. Oh, we were Take just em. like, yes, we will go home so with nice. you. What? So Full nice. attention? Are you serious? It just doesn't happen these days. It like, no matter. one. I mean, we're here working and we all have our phones on the panel. Guilty. Yes. yes, it's trifling guilty. to be on a date and the person's texting. I hate it. It's the worst. So he won great points with that. But I Lots love that Cynthia is so like, I'm not going to fall for anyone. I'm just date. Like she wants to be a she wants to be in her hoe face so bad. It's just not in her because like five <laughs> minutes into it, she's like, I just really feel this connection that we're having. Exactly. I'm like, you can't fall for them that easily, honey. If you want to play them up a little bit, you got to be the player. Play the game. I did not like that she brought up Peter on this date. Like, to me, that's such a faux pas. Don't ever talk about your ex. I don't want to hear about how you still have love for him. Especially when it's Peter. Yes, come on. He still has your bad credit messed up. Like, stop it. For real. Like, it's just part of the rules. You don't bring up ex-boyfriends on dates. Like, it's just, it's bad form. Bad taste. It really is. Yes. But he was definitely sexy. I love a guy with a nice bald head and beautiful teeth. <laughs> and he had all all of the points. Um, can I just say Nini's backyard, super fierce. I love a backyard with a pool. Super chic, clean, not over cluttered. Like, I was really feeling the house. What yeah. about you guys? No, it was real cute. I was here for it. Nini's house was like totally Beverly Hills to me. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, she's trying to be Hollywood in a GA. Like, she stop really was. it now. Yeah. She, I was like, she's trying to act like she's still the superstar. You're in Georgia, sweetie. Which is great. I love Georgia. But yeah, it looks very Hollywood. She's got that Hollywood money, that's why. Yes. She's trying to show off to the neighbors. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Um, you know, so we get to the text messages get lost. You know, she's yelling at Brent. She's like, you need to text me back when I'm texting you. Like, teenagers these days, they don't know how to text back. But then she generalized it and made it a men thing that we don't know how to text back. Ladies? I mean... You don't text You back. don't text I mean, back. I don't know what to say about that. It like, might take us a minute, but we'll text you back. It might We're take busy. you a year. <laughs> you know. Some text messages never get responded. We might have to, to see you in person Thank first. you. They're just lost in the ethers. No, it's it's a horrible thing. Can I just say I'm so happy to see Greg? Like, I, he's my favorite husband. We do love Greg and Nini. Like, it's just a classic love story. He's just so funny. And like, Greg knows who pays the checks, because he is all about the Nini, no matter like, what. Oh, yes, okay. baby, whatever you need, I'll mm-hmm. do for you. So I was like, yeah, he knows. You're looking beautiful today. Yes, he gasses her up. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. He does the, the job of a husband very well. We've loved uh, Greg and Nini from the beginning. We're glad they have their love story, redemption story. Mm -hmm. They've been through the thick and thin. So we love to see that. That's a real couple right there. Yes. So it was nice to even just talk about the relationship and talk about how you need to be attracted to each other and, like, really keep it sexy. I really love that. Um, What I'm not sure about is Brent going into the comedy business. What's this about? Well, um... It's a dangerous slope. Putting the children into the entertainment business, it's like, oh, man. Definitely stand up because Nini had some issues with her stand up routine. So I'm yeah. surprised that she's so quick to put her son in that same route. Cause... And she's very quick to be like, "Yeah, I had my own comedy show. Yeah, so he's gonna have his own. Let's take it down. Let's let's relax. I mean, I think, I think if he has a good head on his shoulders, he should. I mean, I started doing stand up when I was 18. What about? I mean, you also do stand up. What did you? I do. I do stand up and like Hannibal Burrs. A lot of people start young, so yeah. my thing isn't necessarily that he's starting his age. It's just that it's like, oh, okay, Nini's doing it now. You gonna do it? Like, is yeah. this what you want to do, or is this what your exactly. mom is telling you to do? It can be very cutthroat. So it's like if you don't have the 
the tough skin for it. I, it's not something I would just recommend anyone to go do. I don't know. Like, I was just going to say, like, if you're funny, we would have known, right? Like, I don't know. There's, like, <laughs> there's something about this town. Like, I meet people all the time, and they're like, oh, I'm a comedian. And I'm like, oh. Like, if you say you're a comedian, we should be like, girl, I already knew that. Like, I laugh all the time. But some people are like, oh, I'm a comedian. And be like, really? Because I've never laughed, joke. ever. Like, come on, your mom is on a reality show. Like, I laughed tonight because he little, did a little dab on the way out. He like, dabbed on his mama. I mean, come on. Like, you're on a reality television. Like, use the platform. Instead of just talking about it, show us. Show us that you're funny. Give us a little line or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. The proof is always in the pudding to me. Maybe we just haven't seen him yet because he's been underage this whole time. And, like, it just wasn't something NeNe wanted him. I don't know. I'm going to give him a chance. And then if I don't like him, I'm going to roast him. But, <laughs> but I'll, well, give, I'll give him a shot. Moving on to the candy factory and to the candy-coated employees and how they're really tight-knit and they don't let anybody in. That's understandable. Yeah. Candy has an empire. You can't just let it be letting everybody through. What I'm most happy about is Carmen's finally moving on. She's not an assistant anymore. Oh, uh, praise God. Praise. praise God. She's getting a job. A real job outside of Candy. Okay. Although Candy is investing in it. So I don't know how really separate it is Thank if your you. girlfriend is paying for it. But she's doing something different, so that's exciting. I just think it's like I think it's weird to have your best friend be your boss or your main investor. I don't know. That's just something that's like... It's worked for them, though. It's worked for them for, like, a long time, Yeah. I just don't... I mean, I guess if it works, then it works. But one thing I do think is weird is how they're having a company meeting and they're talking about Portia and Sheree the whole time. I'm like, uh, do y'all have company business to discuss? Because that's what I thought this meeting was about. The whole time they talked about... uh, the wet, you know, Shemaine. We need to give Don Juan a peach immediately because he's been trying for a couple he's, seasons now. Yes, Throwing messy. shade, trying to get into the business, <laughs> trying to get up in there with Portia and scrap, boo boo, handle candy business. That's it. Yeah. You and a housewife. I love candy, don't get me wrong, but she tries real hard to act like she's above all the BS and she's down in there being just as messy and okay. petty as everybody else. And we keep talking about Phaedra and Phaedra's doings. She's not even on the season and we've brought her up every single episode. I miss you, Phaedra. Come back. Come back. <laughs> the fans have spoken. They miss you. They yeah. talk about you. I want to return. I really do. Oh, I At least want her to crash a party or something. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. She got to roll through somewhere. <laughs> oh, donkey booty. All of her on camera now. Oh, it's been all up on the blogs about Phaedra. We'll, we'll get into that later with news and gossips, but we have to go into um, Kenya's messages. Uh, Kenya and her marriage to the voicemail machine was hilarious. I'm sorry. It was super desperado. I don't know if it was the editing, but we know how you are, Bravo, with that shady editing. But tonight, <laughs> that was so funny. Her getting to the voicemail and not leaving, not not being able to leave like a proper message. <laughs> screaming desperation. It was just the whole thing with Kenya's marriage. Like, we've seen pictures now, so I guess he's real. I guess, but... I don't know. The tags in the closet... For Casper. First of all, uh, why won't he pick the phone up? That was my first question. She's called 85 times mm-hmm. in this episode, and he still can't answer the phone. But I mean, they talk I know, all day. Thank you. We can't see him, but could we hear him? Is he, thank you. Why can't he speak on the phone? I was like, And Girl. imagine if he gets all those messages. She's going to seem like a psycho. I'm like, you've called me five times, and you've 
All five times, it was a different phone call. Wait, time out. I'm like, he's sending her to voicemail. This is a heads up. There might be a problem. I don't know. She, I don't know. I she, think I feel like the phone was turned off all the way. Like it didn't even ring. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, what is up with that? It was just, it was just a damn mess. It was too much for me. I, if I was him, I don't like voicemails. Text me. Like, I don't want to listen to stuff. So, like, if I was him, I'd be like. I'm gonna need you to stop doing that. Voicemails are definitely old school, and I I like them. I'm not gonna lie, I leave them. But uh, yeah, not 18. Okay, and I still leave voicemails. I, I still do, and I was like, it's your husband. I'm sure he'll call you back. I exactly. Would hope. I'm hoping he will. I mean, it's not know. like back in the day where I used to like put the phone up to the speaker and like have a whole music voicemail session. I used to have the best voicemail recordings. I'd be like playing yes. the current song, and I'd be yes. like. Hey guys, Leon's not in right now, but leave a voicemail and uh, maybe he'll call you back. Yes, pretty brown eyes was my <laughs> third little person. Yes. He said pretty brown yes. eyes. Yes, yes. done. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh, the... wait a minute, the dog peeing on the wedding gown. I was like, okay, even the dog doesn't believe she's really. Big. Thank you. I'm like, can you please not yell at the dog? We've talked about this before. You guys know how I feel about dogs. He's I... just expressing themselves. <laughs> Expressing his views on that dress. That's what he was expressing. He's like, I don't really like daddy, so I'm going to be on the dress, especially since I wasn't invited. And especially since I'm kicked off the bed. <laughs> he felt, King feels some type of way, for sure. Well, boy dogs will let you know, especially when they have like a girl mom. Like, there's, yeah. you know. Yeah. I have a girl dog myself, so, you know, she's all about her daddy. She's a daddy's girl. Aww, I love, love my dogs. Everyone knows how I feel. Getting into family. Family and business just do not mix, as we saw with Portia and her sister at the coffee shop, just going at it. But before they went at it, they had a little business meeting. Portia, you want to have a salon? You got money to buy a salon, but you don't have money to go to Kenya? What's Mm. up with that? You got money to buy a salon, but you don't want to go to your best friend's wedding. What's really the reason, girl? I mean, I was more concerned that she didn't have a business plan. Like, she really just kind of walked up in there with no... She's Which like, proves she doesn't really do the business. Like, that guy that she was sitting across, that's who does the business. She brings the business to him, tells him what he want, what she wants, and then he makes it happen. Yeah. Clearly. And he looked terrified the whole time. Like, girl, you ain't got that money. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like, the whole time, he's like, well, what is the plan? She's like, oh, yeah, 2000 I'm the owner. I'm the like, owner. Yeah. Guess what? The owners work. And we've all seen Tabitha Salon take over, and they are not easy to run. Girl, a salon is not easy to run. We've all seen Tabitha Salon take over. Yes, I grew up with aunts who both own their own salons, and that is not something you just dilly-dally with. And she just wants to be the face. Yeah. Right, Girl. she just wants to go in after her other gigs. It's like, really, you're just going to sit in the you salon. What are you doing in the salon? What Which, are you actually doing in there? I you got to open and close the salon yourself. I think it's so weird that she was like, "My, it's my salon, it's my salon." When we all know that Lauren really does put so much work into it, and I really sided with Lauren in her argument, being like, "Yeah, you put money into it, but I put my like my life into it. I'm putting, you know, my." Mental health, my, you know. Lauren has been her slave for like four years. For real. Yeah. Like, ever since she's been on the show, Lauren has just been like, she's been running and clearly Lauren's life. Not being compensated well because Porsche's taking 85%. 85%? Oh my Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No wonder she's rolling in the dough. I don't know. When it comes to that, it's kind of weird to me just because I feel like Porsche probably feels like, you know, this is my coat that you're riding on. But at the same time, it all comes out later in the episode, and as as we saw in the trailer for the next episode, 
Portia's sister really lays it out on the line. She feels like, look, I know this is your life and I'm working for you, but I feel like I have nothing. Yeah. You know, I didn't set myself up for nothing. I'm just setting you up. Yeah. So I, I can understand how it must feel to like really set up someone for success and then not even get recognized or appreciated. I That must hurt. So I don't know. Family and business. I was going to say, especially when it's your sister, like... I don't know. I mean, we've watched for seasons upon seasons where Lauren has literally been, and I think Portia even says in the episode, the backbone of Portia. Like, she really does handle a lot of stuff for Portia. And I don't think Portia necessarily appreciates her. Like, she, I don't think it's intentional that she's not appreciating yeah, her. Yeah, of course. But she definitely doesn't. I don't think Lauren's getting what she's putting into it. And the thing is, family is great and everything, but family falls out too. Yep. And that's the thing. It's like if you are totally tied economically and dependent on this other person, Portia could get mad and cut her loose at any moment. And she exactly. would basically have nothing but, and be, like she said, out on the street with her daughter. Exactly. And that could happen if Portia felt like it. And so she does need to establish something for herself, which I kind of like that she's getting more, you know, talking more. Mm-hmm. We're hearing more from her. She might be trying to get herself a peach. Okay, and I wouldn't be mad at it. I, I wouldn't be mad at it. Give Lauren a peach. Exactly. <laughs> I'll sign that campaign. Well, you know, it happens. When it comes to family, you have to really decide, are you going to really go for it? And I think Erica's right. She's setting herself up for something that might be disastrous. Mm-hmm. Especially when someone holds something over you, it can just be very, very damaging. Yeah. Especially to the relationship. We've all seen it happen with men and women. Like, men and the power thing. It's all coming out now. Mm-hmm. And this season, Portia's head seems like it's bigger than it used to be. It's bigger just, than ever. I'm like, yeah. she's really feeling herself right now. She's Girl, really all about the Portia. She wants to be the face. You can only be the face if you're like Rihanna or someone. Like, you can't really be the face <laughs> if you're an ATL housewife. Girl, you still got to work. Everyone that's a housewife that's successful, they still work. Even Bethany yes. Frankel works, yeah. and she doesn't have to work. And even yeah. when you're, yeah, even when you're the face of something, like Rihanna's a perfect, Rihanna's so hands-on in her makeup line. Like, even when you're the face of something, you still have to put a lot into it because you're the face of it. Like, you don't Absolutely. want it to look like crap. So, I don't know what she's... That being Thank said, you. though, Portia's makeup has been looking phenomenal. Like, amazing. <laughs> she's, Every time She's I always like, looked good, though. Uh, well, yeah, but this season, she's tight. She's keeping it tight, because, I, I mean, I'm, like, Nini's contoured nose was driving me crazy half the episode. I'm not even going to lie. I was like, why oh, are there streaks bundle? down your face? I can't deal with it. So not everybody's makeup is great. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've heard it right. The shade is coming out. <laughs> Nini in that nose contour. Girl, you got to get that fixed. <laughs> Light it up a little bit. Not every, like, you know what? Just because Kim Kardashian, like, introduced contouring, like, everyone feels they need a contour. Not everyone needs to contour. Some people just have naturally high cheekbones. You don't have to contour. But if you do, try blending. Thank okay, you. that's all I'm saying. It's if you, all if you about have blending. streaks of mud down your face, it's a problem for me. I'm just <laughs> going to put that out there. <laughs> As my friend Dixie always said, girl, you need to learn how to blend. It's yes. all about the blending. Blending is your friend. Blending yes. is your friend. You've heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. On After Buzz TV, um, let's move on to Greg and the surgery. Obviously, this is a very, very sensitive subject for Nini, and she doesn't know how to deal with the, the, this stuff well. It's more of like a denial thing and kind of making it a little simple than it really is. Hard stuff is pretty serious, mm-hmm. and it's pretty scary. What do you guys feel about this? Um, I definitely understand why she's reacting to it the way she is, just because from what we've seen, her and Greg are both very lighthearted people, and I don't think that they like to dwell on negative situations. 
And I also think that they're both um, really badass in the sense that, like, they don't like to complain about little things. And so I feel like Greg wasn't trying to make a big deal out of it. And so the fact that it was becoming a big deal really freaked her out. Um, but I feel for her. You know, it's a scary situation. Anything with a serious, you know, organ like the heart is going to be concerning. Yeah, I think at the beginning, she was kind of, like, not taking it as seriously. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, you went to the hospital, da 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 You know, when she was talking to Cynthia, she was kind of casual about it. But yeah. then at the end of the scene, you know, by the end of the episode, she was like, really, what if he doesn't come home? She was really upset. And it I feel progressed. Exactly, because I feel like Greg is really her base and her rock, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, he's kind of her supporter, mm-hmm. always yeah. Team NeNe, no matter what. Absolutely. And I think she realized, like, she can't even pay the light bill while him. So, yeah. you know. Which I did love that she really gave so much praise to her husband because that always makes a husband feel good. Yes. We love Nini and Greg. And the ATL is very, very small because apparently Nini and Greg ran into Cynthia on her date. Later on that night, Cynthia and Will took it to the bar after the date. So that means it went really, really well. And Nini met him. And Nini had lots of advice to Cynthia. Something like, uh, be a whore? Yeah. Be a whore? All right. Yes, hoe it up. Hoe it up. My personal (laughs) mantra, slut pride. Go ahead, Nini. Do your thing. Be a whore. Go off. Do it. I mean, Cynthia, be a whore. You know what I mean? What's so funny is Nini is like, be a whore, and Kenya, Kenya is like, close your legs. I'm like, oh my gosh. You, Cynthia, do you, boo. For real. For real. The hoe gene is not within everybody. So if you just feel that it is not... It is not within you, girl. Then do it's you? It's okay because everybody needs a hostation. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But Everyone needs like a little period of time where they go out and discover themselves, figure it out, and yes. sometimes that means opening your legs, girl. And if you're fifty, looking like that, thank you. Hotation, if hotation. I look like that at fifty, I would be all over the ATL. I would get myself a big juicy peach, land me the richest brother in the ATL. <laughs> Right, be hanging out over. Wait, at, I would do the same. Exactly. <laughs> if I was that young, I'd be hanging out over at Morehouse College with all those little fraternity boys. Just kidding. No, I can't deal. I can't deal with them now. I'm, I'm gonna tell Cairo you're cheating on him. <laughs> Cairo. And we go right into Sheree's mom's 70s party. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Thelma. Oh man. She was looking good. She was looking good. Everybody was looking good. But before we get right into the yes. party scene, we have to discuss <laughs> the most epic moment of the Real Housewives of Atlanta history. Sheree fighting with the party planner. Thank God they just brought up that montage. Exactly, I needed to see a piece exactly, of it. I exactly. missed it. First of all, who is ever going to par- plan a party for Sheree that's ever watched the show? Like, why would you do that? Why to would you? Exactly. Why would you? As she said, who going to check me, boo? Who going to check me, boo? <laughs> no one. I'm like, I need to order a t shirt again. I want that. It was like, oh, uh, who going to check me, boo? Is the most iconic thing Sheree has ever done. That fight was so amazing. I think about it constantly. Like, <laughs> exactly. And I can't believe we have like an instant replay and she's fighting with a party planner yet again. Uh, I would oh, not like, fight. Like, she's not someone, like, there are numerous women on the Real Housewives of Atlanta that I'm like, I could take them. 
Trey's not one of those people that I think I can take. And clearly, everybody knows that because the party planner was like, I'm not even showing up. I hear it in her voice. I'm yeah. not showing up. The party planner Pers- was like, you're not going to see my face on camera. Thank you. She's like, I'm not getting cussed out by Sheree. You're not putting that on camera, Bravo. You're not getting me getting cussed out. Mm-mm. Personally, I just thought Sheree was super professional. She was super nice on the phone. I mean, apparently, you know, when she got off the phone, we did hear, like, I'm super unhappy. This is not right. This is my mom's party. But she said, I can't be mean to her yet. She's still holding the yeah. card. She still right. has the drapery that I need for the tables. I feel like she was nice. I do, too. I mean, compared to what she's done in the past, Thank yes, you. absolutely. <laughs> so because of what you've seen in the past, wouldn't you just be on top of your game? And not to throw stones, but I really do feel the party planner was out of control because it's a party. Like, shouldn't you be there from the beginning, organize yeah. everything? Like. I think Sheree totally was justified to be mad. I feel like she handled it really well, Agreed. too. Right, because you pay the person to plan it and actually be there and make sure stuff is run smoothly so you can do your makeup and your hair yeah. and all that stuff. And she was actually down there doing stuff, which is crazy on the day of a party. So she absolutely had the right to go off. It's like if you hired a nanny and then the whole time you're taking care of the baby. Like, it just doesn't make sense for the, like, a party planner executes the party plan so like where are you what are you doing like i know it wasn't la i mean was she in traffic i'm confused as to why she was not there i don't understand All fairness, atl traffic <laughs> is real bad <laughs> never been in the atl but we do know about traffic here in california yep, i don't know i just really do feel like this was not right and it clearly showed Sheree's outfit suffered from it. I mean, because she had to be out there planning. She really couldn't yeah. even execute a good 70s outfit. I'm sorry, Sheree. I was not feeling your she outfit She was looking tonight. a little Fashion Nova. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's talk about the outfits post. in general for the 70s party. Who had the best outfit and who had the worst outfit? I want to start with Sheree. And I'm going to say Sheree had amazing hair. But the outfit was not on point. That I did outfit, not like Kenya's bell bottoms either. If Kenya's bell bottoms were just like a smidge longer i would have been here for her whole outfit um nini's outfit was good i like nini's but i didn't like nini's, nini's hair okay nini's was okay i loved cynthia's cynthia's, cynthia's. Was... i know you don't like her but i really did mess with porsche's i loved porsche's afro and i loved kenya's afro puffs and i liked like, uh, i, I love the afro puffs they yeah. were so cute yes. i like candy's get up because it was very just like oh yeah candy's was nice they know, really didn't show that much of candy yeah it was yeah, very chill 70s one. like i liked it because it was still very 70s theme but you know you could still rock it today if you wanted to it was yeah. cute nini was indeed a disco duck that was so <laughs> funny i was like disco duck you know what it. she's been saying a lot of really funny things these little entrance things hello you jive turkey what's up you disco duck i'm like nini and the catchphrases they've always been <laughs> amazing trying to sell t-shirts that's what she's trying to do she again. is and i'm feeling that side ponytail nini that's a nice lace front right there, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Um, you know, Nini did notice the tags in Kenya's closet. She actually took it a different way because I would have taken it like, oh, I see you're over here setting it up. Clothes still have tags on them. Has the man even even seen these clothes ever? I don't know. She took it as, oh, you're buying clothes for him. So when he comes, he has clothes. 
close call because that could have been really shady. I was taking it as, oh, you're just trying to make it look like a man lives here. Right. I, Thank it you. It was so fake. I was like, yeah, um, there's three shirts in that closet. I don't even yeah. think he's staying the whole weekend. It just looked totally fake. And the tags hanging on. I was like, I don't even think, I feel like they put the uh, clothes in there for the shot. Like, it didn't even look real. Yeah. Absolutely. But Nene was really nice about it, actually. She was. So you're right. She, she was nicer than I would have expected, to be honest. She was nice. She even complimented the house. She even complimented Charace house. Yeah. Nene has been on her best behavior. Exactly. <laughs> we saw Chateau Charest and more Manor and uh, they both actually were looking nice tonight. Yeah. Everybody's, Chateau, Chateau Charest uh, was looking nice. Finally yeah. after 10 years. That's great. It's not Neverland anymore. <laughs> that was so funny. That was, Nene. That was funny. The shade was so... So real. Happy birthday, Thelma. Um, you know, it was kind of like a setup episode for the party, but the party ended the same episode. Yeah, it was very anticlimactic a little bit. Like, it was very... I mean, like, it was Thelma's although, although 70s I will party. Say this, um, from the Soul Train line, that was fun. Mm-hmm. And we realized, you know, if you all watch Just Kicking It, we all know that Candy can't dance, and now we really know on Thank this you. show as well, she's still, like, horrible. Like, she's, she's like... She did the robot. I'm not but even sure that 70s. It wasn't really the robot, was it the, I was going to say, it was like the robot had an aneurysm. Like, it was just real bad. Right. She, it was like, like, it was she like, dropped it, and it then was she, her like... her interpretation of the robot is what she did. Well, Kenya's very flexible. Oh, what my did Portia gosh. say? Talk about... <laughs> we know her husband's getting her flexible. I was like... He's like stretching her split, legs out. she split it wide open. It I was like, girl, did. you can do that in yoga, too. We all know if this man is real. <laughs> we need to know if he's real. I mean, Nene did say on Watch What Happened Live, he is very real, and it will come out on the show. Okay. So hopefully it does, just because we did hear rumors earlier that he had not signed any of the paperwork to appear on camera for The Real Housewives. So we all know, if you don't sign those papers, they will edit yeah. you out. And that whole scene where Kenya is like, oh, I have to support my man, and he's my family, and you know this is really messing with him. I mean, it was like... Have it was like watching a monologue. I was like, mm-hmm. this isn't really a full scene because we don't see him upset. We just hear you talking about it, and it was kind it's of kind of hard to feel bad. Yeah, yeah, it seemed kind of forced. You know, what I'm saying it didn't really seem that authentic because we don't even see him mad. We don't see him even picking up the phone. So yeah. the whole thing was a monologue. She was talking to the voicemail. Yes, yeah, the exactly. entire time. Exactly. She's she, like, oh, I'm so upset. He's he's really hurting behind this. It's messing with him. Well, yeah, show me and don't tell me because yeah, <laughs> I want to see him really suffering and I want to see that he can't eat. I want to see that he can't sleep. Let's hear about it. Thank you. It. You only see him on the weekends. How do you even know this? Did he send you a text message? I'm not even getting. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. I am totally feeling the weekend relationship. <laughs> you that know was what? telling me like, okay, boy, I've had a weekend just, relationship thank before. You. We can like, just see each other on Saturday and Sunday. Catch you next weekend. It was perfect. My that. boyfriend and I were long distance <laughs> for a really long time and I lived in Vegas and he lived in L.A. And the weekend stuff, it worked out good. You got your I little thought, space, but you also have some time together. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know I about like a marriage, that. but for a boyfriend, a relationship, I would do it for sure. She did just post on Instagram, like, yesterday, this long thing about her and him. And even in the photo, like, I don't know. They just don't look... It just <laughs> looks fake. Like, I'm sorry, girl. I want you to be happy because you've just been struggling. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like... When she talks about the haters, I feel bad. Like, I do want to root for Kenya. But I said this last episode. Sometimes she just doesn't go about it the right way. It's so hard. It's so hard. Just the photos, like, that she does post to them. I'm like, 
I the realest like, thing about Kenya is her relationship with her dogs. Like, that's the only thing that seems authentic every time I see it. Oh, she loves King. That's all I can say. <laughs> she does love her dogs. It's very evident. Yes. We and do so, love and her And I love dogs, so I, I like that about her, but some of the other stuff is Yeah. Just... Unfortunately, Kenya, you know, has not had the best light when it comes to showing relationships. They've all seemed kind of forced, staged. Just not fully 100% genuine. So hopefully it all comes out because we're not total haters. Yeah, we're We want them to do good. I want her to find love. Thank you. you Like, we all deserve love. Everyone deserves a little loving. So we do hope, because she is a beautiful, successful woman. I do hope that she does find something. She does deserve it. She's much more tolerable this season than she has been the past season. She's been learning from her mistakes. All I'm going to say is she's got to twirl before the end of the season or, like, it's not going to really be right. She does get to twirl. (laughs) Everyone's a little too friendly. Like, Candy doesn't want to fight with anyone. Shamia wants to fight. No one wants to fight with her. So I just really hope they bring it. It looks like next episode they bring it. Kim is finally back. (laughs) Yay! And she gets into a... Physical fight right away. So let's do this. This is what we need. The drama. Thank you. The, the episode ended more, a little yeah. somber with uh, Nini rushing to Greg's side for his surgery. The doctor was like, nope, we're doing it now. Yeah. So a um, little insensitive, but hey, they, they're on a schedule and they want to get him fixed. And Nini was like, let them do it. Let them fix you. Mm-hmm. Fix them up. Yeah, it was nice to see Nene, like, really being real, too. Because I think that's the one thing I do like when you see Nene and Greg together in their relationship, whatever they're going through. That's when I feel like you're really seeing her and not, like, these sort of pre-written kind of little smart lines she throws out. Mm-hmm. And you really see, like, that she's going through some stuff. And uh, and you really can feel for her in those uh, scenes. I like that a lot. Absolutely. It always feels good to see them really show their feelings because that's why we love this one when they put it all out there. It uh, doesn't matter what franchise it is. When they really reveal themselves and they're vulnerable, whether it's messy or not, we love it. We eat it all up. It was a yes, great episode do. when it comes to that. Let's get into some news and gossip. Yes. News and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So, People Magazine has just interviewed Candy. Ooh. And she told them that getting back together with the band wasn't like in the cards at all like it wasn't a plan it was yeah it wasn't something she was trying to do but um that what had happened was the network a certain network which she doesn't mention what had happened was what happened was um a certain network which she didn't name was going to do an unauthorized which i think it's bet by the way i'm just throwing it out there okay or lifetime because they shady um but they were going to do an unauthorized movie about them. And so the girls all got into contact and decided, you know, we want to make sure they're going to do this right. Which I, what I think what happened was they saw a new additions little thing on BET. Exactly. And right. they're like, we got to get this money because that did real good. Yeah. It's like really in the trends to get reunited and like bring back stuff from the past. They trying to get that money. Yeah. But obviously, as we've seen from what happens what watch what happens live and just like other things like it's not going smoothly at all and um candy told the magazine that it's been a lot of headbutting it's been she feels like she's getting ganged up on by the other three a lot um it seems like Candy is holding grudges from back in the day from the other um not tiny but the other two tamika told people that she slept with jermaine dupree ew and Well, it's um, a dirty job. Somebody's got to do it. Okay, Janet Jackson did it, apparently. Listen, I'm all about making moves, but... 
<laughs> but you can't hold grudges from the 90s. That's very yeah. true. <laughs> I don't Especially, know. But you know what it is? Candy doesn't need the money, and the other people do. That's exactly That's what issue. it is. Candy's That's like, it. you know Candy what? and Tiny are straight, and the other two girls can sing, but they need the loot. So that's why it's always, and it's not going to be the same without Candy. Yeah. Candy's was hot. And I think she's mad that they're riding on her coattails. Yeah. Because because Candy and Real Housewives, that shot her up. That's the now only reason. Now she's bringing up Escape, and they're like, okay, we're going to come like, out. Candy, the- please make this happen. You, thank yeah. you. Well, Candy's like, maybe. Well, or maybe, maybe not. Exactly. <laughs> she's like really holding the cards. Candy's like, I got too much money. I can make these kind of decisions. <laughs> well, also... Um, Apparently, when they were getting together with this whole movie thing, they still hadn't necessarily reunited. It was just they were trying to get this movie thing together, and people just started saying, oh, Escape is back, Escape is back, and it just kind of began this ongoing thing until finally they like were almost peer pressured into all getting back together. Yeah, well, yeah. Candy's like, uh, what are y'all talking about? Candy's adding like, tour we're dates? we're together, but uh, yeah, I might yeah. not do new music. Yeah, <laughs> like, we'll do a couple shows here and there. Like, honestly, like, I'm not trying to hate, but I don't think even if they came back full force with candy behind them, that they would rock it. I'm saying, like, don't get me wrong, Escape had some some jams back in the day, but they're like not... Like one jam, sorry. They're not one of those groups that I was like... I'm more Candy's solo project. When you're out in the club, don't yeah. think I'm not. I used to love that jam. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, I loved Escape, but then even when you see little clips of Candy, she's not really bringing it. Like, she's not really doing... That great with the dance moves. Mm-hmm. Her vocals aren't really the well, hottest. She doesn't really have any right. that right. much. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like Tamika getting down the whole time. Exactly, exactly. And so that's going to be interesting. Well, so. let's get into some predictions. What do you think is going to happen the rest of the season for Atlanta? Kim coming back. What is the shakeup going to be? After Buzz predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Erica, go. Uh, I think Kim and Nene obviously are going to the two Clash of the Titans, and I can't wait. Ah, I'm so excited. I want a Kim and Nene Smackdown. I want a Kim and uh, Kenya Smackdown. Mm. I just want just all the fights. I like it's been two Real Housewives of best friends lately, and I want some hair pulling, some you a hoe, I'm a hoe, we all hoes fighting. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm ready for some like some wig needs to be snatched. Yeah, I want extensions on the ground. Yes. We need those bundles ripped out, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Um, what I predict is that Nini and um, Kim are eventually going to come together, and they're going to have an amazing moment. They'll give us a couple good episodes. But then it's not going to last. No. It's not going to last. As we've seen in the previews and on Twitter, it is a full-blown war, ladies and gentlemen. Brielle's even involved. I can't wait till Kim's daughter comes on. Brielle's been talking We can leave her out. Yeah, she's been talking a lot. Girl, you better calm down. You get into that grown folks business. Mm -hmm. You're going to get handled. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending your Sunday night with us. After Buzz's Real Housewives of Atlanta panel. You can always find us here Sunday nights. We tape at 9 p.m. You can find me on all social media platforms at Hollywood Leon. Thank you so much. I couldn't do this without the girls. What are we promoting? You guys can follow me on all the things at OKDrewJ. Thanks, you guys. You can follow me everywhere at Erica D. Edwards. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. And Sanders will be back in a couple weeks. He is just taking a little break, a little vacation, going back home. But we'll be here, and uh, he will be back. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye, After Buzzers. Bye. 
Ciao for now. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.